0: Again, we're kind of bouncing back and forth from the Old Testament to the New Testament. And today, um, we were reading in the book of Jude, which is a a little one-chapter book right before the book of the Revelation. And Jude is a half-brother of Jesus. Um, And he has a really short but powerful book here. And I was just really riveted by... um, verse 4. Of course, there's only one chapter, verse 4. And I think because in this day and time, uh, maybe some of you have heard this because it seems to circulate around, that there are people who say that because we live in a a time of grace, that um, anything goes, that that it's okay to kind of just merge with the culture and follow whatever media tells us to do. But look at what Jude says in verse 4 of his book. He says, I say this because some ungodly people have wormed their way into your churches, saying that God's marvelous grace allows us to live immoral lives. Um, and that's kind of the message that's come out. We've seen that a lot in the last several years.
1: Well, it's its a a—it's a challenging text. In fact, to be honest with you, and I don't think I've told you about this yet, I'm scheduled to speak at a national conference this next year, and I'm leaning toward speaking from this verse. Mm-hmm. It, it, Jude is an interesting book. As you said, it's a one-chapter book, and yet, even though it's just one chapter, it's got so many mountain peaks in it. But what's really unusual about the book of Jude, the Holy Spirit allows Jude to talk about his experience in writing this book. He said, I was gonna write to you about salvation, but, and the moment he says that, I wanna say, well, what what, what could possibly cause you to stop and do something else? What could be greater than salvation? But then he explains in the verse, a little bit later in the verse that you're pointing out, verse four, he said, there are people who have come into the church and they distorted grace for license. Mm-hmm. In other words, they've redefined grace and they basically turned it into a license for sin. Well, a license gives you permission to do what you couldn't do before. You know, mm-hmm. if you get a hunting license, well, you've got permission to hunt. You know, if you've got a marriage license, you've got permission to get married. a
0: driver's license. Right, yeah. and so
1: what, what Jude is saying is, Grace is pure, grace is wonderful. God takes us where we are, transforms us free of charge, births us into God's family, and nothing we can ever do can separate us from the love of God. That's a beautiful thought. It's one thing for us to to see grace in terms of I'm a hell bound sinner and I can't undo my sin, I can't fix myself, but I hate my sin and I want Jesus to be my savior and I wanna live for the Lord. It's one thing to see grace like that. It's something else to say, grace, see grace as saying, oh, "I can do anything I want to do." And and mm-hmm. and so what Jude is saying is that's not grace, and it's not salvation.
0: And and he's very specific here about they're saying that they have the ability to live an immoral life, and we, boy, we really see that in today's Christian culture that it's okay to live together without being married. It's okay. I mean, all the things that it's okay. Um, they're saying, just, just blending in with the, the immoral uh, nature of the culture.
1: Yeah. I, I mean, you know, one mistake that can happen with a scripture like that is for a person to say, well, evidently there must be some things you have to do in order to be saved. And, and that's work. So that's not grace either. Right. But I think it would help us to just look at it from the context of a marriage. When you stand at the altar and you promise your love for life to somebody, that person is receiving you. At that moment, unconditionally. Well, it's one thing to receive that love and to cherish that acceptance. It would be something else to stand there and say, "Well, if she's going to accept me as her husband, then I can do anything I want to do." Mm-hmm. Well, that wouldn't be love, would it? No. And 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 it it wouldn't be reasonable. Uh, it's very different to say, "I'm a, I'm a." I'm a person with many failures, and this woman has just agreed to receive me for better or for worse. Well, I want to be better. I want to Mm -hmm. be a good husband. Mm -hmm. I want to be right, even though I have all kinds of imperfections. That's a world apart from saying, well, I'm going to receive this commitment and then go out and do anything I want to do. And, and after all, you know, if anyone raises a point about it, well, you know, she made a promise to me. Yeah,
0: then you owe me.
1: You owe, you me. owe me. Yeah, you owe yeah. me. And so I think that's why Jude says, well, I was going to write to you about salvation, but I want to make sure you understand
0: what salvation really is. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, we just need to be clear that grace is, as you said, a, it's it's a gift that we've been given, and it's it's valuable uh, beyond measure. But it isn't an encouragement to go out and willfully mm-hmm. do wrong, and we just need to be on guard with that. Because in, in this culture, you know, everything kind of gets blurred, like, well, if you love me, this I hear this a lot, well, if you love me, then then you will understand you want me to have what I want or you want me to do what I want. And so they've equated, uh, love with accepting the sin. So, uh, well,
1: I I don't counsel anymore, but I remember back in the days when I did counsel, you know, there would be someone who would come into my office and say, well, I, I, uh, I know marriage is of God, but I've fallen in love with this woman that I work with. And after all, she makes me happy Mm -hmm. and God would want me me to be happy. Mm -hmm. Well, that that's such a selfish construct, but mm-hmm. there are a lot of people that actually mm-hmm. have that kind of warp thinking and they want to somehow sign God's name to that. And that isn't right. But I, I got to tell you, I really am just a little bit nervous on this text is as, as important as it is. And like I said, I'm looking at preaching at a national conference, mm-hmm. preaching on this text. I just want to make sure we understand the Bible is not talking about works here. Right. So what are we talking about when we, when we talk about someone who, misdefines grace as license. The problem with this person is that in their mind, sin is okay. Mm -hmm. Well, salvation, according to what the angel told uh, Joseph in the nativity story, he said, you'll call his name Jesus for he'll save his people from their sins. I mean, that's what Jesus does. He comes to save us from our sin. But if we think sin is okay, and then we ask Jesus to save us, it doesn't are we make, or, yeah, say, you know, the Lord is like, what do you want me to do? I mean, mm-hmm. I want to save you from sin, but if you're good with sin, then
0: mm-hmm.
1: I can't do anything for you. And I, to me, that's the issue right there. I mean, and again, uh, I want to stress we are sinners and and we will sin probably every day of our lives, but it's something to recognize that we hate that sin and Jesus came to save us from that sin, not, -hmm. not, hey, you've got to accept my sin.
0: Right. So I hope that that's something that speaks into the lives of those that are watching or listening today in case that comes up with you, because there is a lot of confusion, just like there was in this Mm day. There's a lot of confusion among uh, Christianity. Of people that that the same old thing isn't that something? Satan has the same old truth? He does. I mean, he's kind of predictable yeah, in that way. Yes. Yeah. So uh, just celebrate the grace of God today, and just uh, know that this is important to keep this distinguished. On um, where, as Mark said, we're saved from sin; we're not saved to sin. Mm-hmm. So that's a, it's a, it's a matter of the heart. So I hope that'll encourage you today to kind of have some clarity on that. And as we go into our day, Mark, would you this say a
1: Father, the uh, first thing we want to do is just come before you and admit that we are sin- sinners. Uh, you saved us out of our sin. And yet, even as believers, we still slip and fall. But God, we're thankful that you'd never turn us away. But in our culture today, where people are so in love with sin and yet at the same time, they want to claim you. I pray you'll help us to be clear in our understanding of the nature of sin, the nature of grace. And Father, I pray that no one will... Uh, redefine grace's license in these last days. We praise you and love you in Jesus' name. Amen.
0: Amen. Well, thank you for joining us today on Noah's Window, and we'll look forward to seeing you again tomorrow as we wrap up the week.
1: That's right. We'll see you soon.
0: God bless. See you soon.